let's oh. let's look ahead to week two. Like, let's have a bit of fun. What's going to be the biggest headline on Monday morning after week two? And let me jump in first here. Short and sweet. Did you watch Jaguars last week? Oh my Christ. Like, they looked like a team possessed. Like, think back to what they were like in London last year against Denver. And the run that they went on. And the confidence that Lawrence gotten himself. The run game with Travis Etienne. Calvin Ridley looks superb. We haven't even mentioned Christian Kirk. And I just feel like home opener, Kansas City. Kansas City potentially sans Kelsey, depending on the time of recording. He is not confirmed yet, but they're going to monitor it over the next few days. I'd be very wary, Mark, in terms of what his fitness levels like and I, I feel like they're not going to give too much away but I certainly feel for the Chiefs if he's not 100% or not 90% he does not start he does not play they should not be playing him on Sunday they need to give him time they're going to need him down the stretch they're a hell of a football team I think the storyline on Monday morning is going to be Kansas City 0-2 Oof. I think the Jags are going to win wait for oh. it I think we're going to see a game offensively a little bit like the game that we've seen in LA on Sunday I think this is going to be game of the week by country map. I am buzzing for this game. Kansas City against Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence puts down a marker on the league. The Jags go 2-0 and the Chiefs go 0-2. And my God, that'll be a good good morning football segment. Cal Branson, my bad books in a minute. Oh man, yeah, I mean, there were some people that had the Jags as number one seed going into the year, and it's one of those things that if it were to happen, we would say, oh yeah, obviously it were to happen, but like, <laughs> week two, let's cut off the highlight, being like, whoa, that's insane to think, I mean, yeah, the talent is absolutely there, but uh, I don't think it was a completely clean show, like, the Colts hung in there for quite a while, it wasn't until Anthony Richardson really made a horrible interception towards the end of the game that it was completely closed out, obviously the Calvin Ridley to... Uh, or from Trevor Lawrence was fantastic during the week, mm. but I I, I love I, I'm super excited for the Jags. They're such an inoffensive team, especially now that they're being marketed in Ireland. We can look at them quite fondly. That uh, yeah, it'd be fantastic if they're doing well. If the if the Chiefs go on too, and I mean, I'll skip to what my headline was going to be. I didn't think that it was going to tie into the Kansas City Chiefs, but absolutely the the there is going to be a team whether it's the Chiefs or someone else like the Steelers that people had going to the playoffs the storyline on Monday morning is the 0-2 teams and they're going to throw out the same stat that they do each year and we're going to talk about it because I've already put it into the notes for week three show about which team is going to be able to save their season and be able to go 1-2 and two because if you go 0-3 it's going to be an absolute disaster but the Kansas City Chiefs, if they go on too, but then the funny thing is with it, we were talking about how tight that race is going to be in the AFC, but it's like, yeah, if you're going to just give the Jets, I mean, the Jets an, an O on their game, I haven't even looked at their schedule. <laughs> Y'all have to tell me again who the Jets Dallas, are Dallas, like that is, that is, like they're playing Dallas. Dallas I mean, week. give me a break. Dallas have to win that one. Like, that's insane. Oh, like, like the Jets are going to be Not to shout out our dear sponsors. Um, who we have got Toronto Ireland style bunting at the moment, uh, but eight eighty eight sports, eighteen plus B, B gamble aware. And not to shout them out, but the odds, Mark, because I done the PFI picks podcast, which drops on Friday morning with Michaela, and I I, I want to say they're nine, they're maybe like nine to two, 
They're quite high. They might not be nine to two. I'll come. I'll Sorry, get back I, to you. I, I thought you were about to say that it was a nine point spread. And I was like, wait, that's the, outrageous. The spread, the spread, the spread is big. Uh, it, it might be, be nine and a half big. points. I'll, I'll, oh. tell you, I'll tell you right now, it's it's big. And there is there's there's an interest in that. Like not not that we're going to start talking about betting in this podcast, but. I feel like the, I feel like the I think they'll struggle the Jets on 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 Sunday to say the least. But I feel like it'll be a situation where the, the Cowboys go out and put a marker down very early. Yeah, it's a nine and a half point spread. It's the, they're seventeen to five, so the Cowboys are very much favorites two to nine on for this and game. Another a team nine and a half spread. And a team I'll throw in there as well. It's like the Bills, obviously, like I said, they had a horrible performance. Like, how do you go out and lose? Look, the Jets' defense is phenomenal. The Bills' defense was also phenomenal. A team that's going in hot this weekend is the Las Vegas Raiders. They're going playing the Buffalo Bills. And some somehow that's a nine-and-a-half-point game in the Bills' favor. I don't see it, even though it is going to be a Buffalo. Shut up, Trev. Just going, <laughs> hey Trev, and it's like, yeah, no, it is. It is like one of those games that the Bills should not be in the place that they are right now after this absolutely crazy. Um, Do you want yeah, to hear a secret? Game. Yeah, I went to bed at halftime on Monday night, and I woke up, and I had to watch the second half before I went to work. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Really, really?" So, what what team are you saying before we just jump on to our last discussion point? Uh, what team was I saying? How do you mean? I mean, I'll go. I'll go one forever while you wait. Uh, Bengals own two. The Bengals are losing to the Ravens. This right. So that was also going to be my talking point. If I had to give a second one out, was what is the Bengal season? And that's why it tied in with the own two. I didn't want to completely tie it in because I needed. I didn't know we got one or two here. That's that. But like that's like, man. Like the Ravens. Like for them to run to run. Like to them to go into Cincinnati. Never mind the fact last week. Now the, the Cleveland Ravens didn't the, have the Mark Browns, Andrews and won. Like that is, that's 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 a big no. Like, the Browns, the Browns. Oh yeah, the Browns. I'm I'm saying so. Like the 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 Bengals played Cleveland last week and lost, but for the Ravens to go in this week to Cincinnati. Oh, sorry, of course. And yeah. like it, that like that that could be a huge statement. Like that could be a massive. If Joe Burrow has the similar game stats wise to he had last week, and if. Baltimore win and we see that next sort of elevation of Zay Flyers Odell getting on the ball and if Mark Andrews doesn't play again on the Mar still gets a result out of that offense I think that is a huge storyline and I, I could see a realistic situation where both the Cincinnati and Kansas City are going to a Monday morning I think crazy. with Cincinnati again it's the same trap as we were talking about earlier on but like the Cleveland Browns have that phenomenal defense that I think can project or can pull them to the top of the AFC North this year Cincinnati had to play that this week and a lot of people are not aware of how good that defense is and they found out all about it that I think for me obviously now you have um the running back the starting running back for the Ravens whose name goes beyond me right now uh Zay Flowers no no the running back JK Dobbins JK Dobbins, Dobbins is on IR yeah. so we're gonna have to figure out what oh running back my bad my bad my yeah bad, we bad. have to see what they do is it um Hill Justice Hill or Gus Edwards we just have to figure out what happens there, but I suppose like I wasn't completely blown away by the Ravens' pass game the other day. I think there's a lot to figure out there still. Like I mean, like, yeah, I have to, I, look Odell. Like there's a lot to figure out. They're playing the Houston Texans, and I know D'Amico Ryan's is supposed to be a defensive master, Ryan, but let's give them a bit of time to figure it all out. Like, like it was it was the Texans. I don't think I moved them in my power rankings. Maybe I did just as a result of other results. Every but, like, Tuesday they morning, folks. They should have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for that, oh my God, Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, let's transition into the Aaron Rodgers. Oh, hold on, hold on. You told me the Ravens. Did you hear about John Harbour, about his brother, Jim? 
what's going on with him at the minute. I, I know about the suspension. Like, this is this is good crack. So he suspended because he took lads bowling, but he's basically like <laughs> holding the chains at high school games at the weekends at the minute. And the Michigan team are like doing like minute silences and all, and they're like getting in all these like weird formations to pay tributes if he's dead. So why not this weekend? Why couldn't Jim just stand on the sunshine this weekend and like cheer people on instead? It, like just surreal. Anyway, college football podcast drops every Thursday. There's the uh, generic hit. I'm really enjoying doing that. Like it's great. Like th- those lads are great cracks. So certainly looking forward to it as my AirPod falls out of my ear and you can make the lovely transition into our final segment now. Mark. No, it's funny because you talked about falling asleep there and I tell you, I had a completely different experience. I wake up at half four in the morning and I turn over. Oh, it's still on. I see texts from you. No, the game. So this is this is what's so funny about waking up at that time. It's usually ended about 20 minutes. So like if you actually Google it, you're probably still getting like the ends of updates. But I have a text from you that says like, <laughs> man, I hope your notifications off, but I'm about to blow up your phone. <laughs> and I Is just, this Rogers? And, and I see like these texts about like, it's just a complete mess. Your sentences weren't even making sense. It's just like Rogers, ankle. <laughs> Season over. <laughs> it's like, what is going I, on? I literally, like, I, I got to the point where it was like, well, f- f- uh, props to Michaela for coming on and chatting and that podcast is on the network. It was good crack. But I was like, at the point, and I think I said it to you, I was like, like we're going to have to do a podcast at half six in the morning. Like, That's it. It's like, it's like this. I'm getting a text about, can you go from the office and do a podcast? We need to talk about this. This is outrageous. And I'm, so it's like this news button. Never mind the fact that we've got a guy in the East Coast. I was awake watching the game. Oh, he was stop. dying to talk about it. So sorry, Connor. But yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So I'm like, this news button is now forgotten about. I have to get my like affairs in order. I'm Googling, being like, what is after going on with Aaron Rodgers? I, I, I didn't even check the score. I presume that they've lost the game. And it's like, I see that an hour later. I'm trying to look, look for some podcasts. But again, it's too early. So uh, we weren't able to, um, I wasn't able to get any kind of content, but I was just like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers afternoon as a kid. It was like literally six hours later before I saw that outrageous Garrett Wilson catch. But yeah, oh. no, it was, look, it, it's Ooh. just so funny how I experienced this. We're going to have a guy on in a while and we're going to ask about how he experienced it. But it's like, from my experience, it was just this haze of when you're waking up and you don't know what's going on. But I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my God. I remember when Carson Palmer in London broke his shoulder. It was his last ever game. It was in London. They lost 33 and nothing. I was waiting at a bus stop and I felt so depressed. And that was like a Cardinals team that was going nowhere. And I was like, oh my God, how quick was this in the game? Four snaps? Four snaps. First of all, I thought it was four minutes in. Then I thought it was four snaps. And I was thinking, oh, those poor Jets. This is this. Sorry, I, what are we doing here? This is an analytical law. Why are we well, like, no, you're right. Like, <laughs> like I think I think just that, just to wrap on that, I think we'll look back in on twenty years. That was such a devastating moment for them. You think and, of everything, everything that happened. I, like this is this is dramatic, and, and we are going to talk about it with our guests in a few minutes. Very quickly, Mark, stick or twist, stick or change. I don't like stick or twist. It's a weird name. Do you believe in any of your bold predictions slash Super Bowl picks? Now, my Super Bowl pick was the Eagles to beat the Jets in our heavily expensive edited 4K video from a live show that we've done twice. So I can't say that anymore. But I tell you what, Marcus, I'm sitting on Sunday and I say, I've said on every podcast this week, so I'll just repeat it here. I put on Red Zone up the M1. 
you know yourself, you're in a half-decent modern car, so the car makes a noise if you're not going straight. So I'm looking up and down, looking up and down, looking up and down at every plane red zone, legally. I was very safe on my driving. So I, I watched, I'd seen a very good chunk of the first three quarters of the late window, and I got in with about five minutes to go. So got up in good time, and shout out to the M1 and the Jill Carsway, up the Newry boys. Um, and I seen... A lot of the Packers game on my sweet mother of mercy. They are in for a treat with Mr. Jordan Love. I'm going to stick with my prediction. I'm going to take a team that was 5-1 to one at one point with 88 and other betting partners as well. Or betting sponsors or betting companies. Because no other betting people sponsor us. 18 plus. Be gamble aware. I'm going to take the Packers to win the NFC North. I think... You know, you look at the way that Rodgers left Green Bay and the situation that Green Bay is now in. You've seen glimpses of the way that Rodgers played and how Jordan Love sort of went through his plays on Sunday. Jordan Love looked like a guy that sat with a notepad that he needed to fill every day. And by God, he'd done it. And we're one game in and we're overreacting. I'll take the Packers to win the North. I will. And I think... It'll be close between the Lions, but I think the Green Bay Packers win the North. And if they win the North, Matt LaFleur should never be sacked. Ever. Because it's genius that that happens. But Jordan Love looks great. Um, and I guess I will stick with the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. And we're not going to talk about this again, but it's, it's, it's stick after one week. You've got a chance to go out of it. I, th- I think the Eagles win the Super Bowl. 100%. I think the Niners will be dead and buried come the third week in January. Uh, I am completely opposed to overreacting off week one, but I will say I think Do it for the Packers, it's really about a crack, sir. I think that the Packers is a team that I, I had them higher in the power rankings than the Bears. I have them win the division. The reason I picked against them was because Christian was Watson was out and because it was so late, I was like, Oh, what's gonna go on here? But like absolutely yeah. we talked about like Matt LaFleur from the Aviva Stadium saying like he gets the keys to his car back. And he like he should be very good. Like, you know, he was held hostage by Rodgers somewhat with his offense and his play calling. Romeo Dobbs now, I, I suppose, like, look, it's so funny. Christian Watson could be a fantastic player, but like he has massive injury concerns. He is missing stints at a time now, whether it's last year in the preseason, then he immediately like a couple of weeks in last year gets injured. Then he came back, got injured again. And now he starts this season off injured again. He has for what was he? He was a second round pick, wasn't it? Or was mm. it a third? Like he he definitely has injury concerns now. So it's like now I'm like I can't base anything off him. Any projections, which I did during the, I we talked about him in our Dublin show, and I said like this was a concern for him whether he can stay healthy. I do think that the Packers can be very good because of Matt Lafleur, but the Christian Watson. I think we need to pump the brakes and let's see him stay healthy and deliver, which I I I don't know if he's going to be able to do. Well, are you going to pump the bricks on, finally, are you going to pump the bricks on your AFC North protection? I think, look, not if you really want me to toot my horn, which this whole segment is toot, about. Toot, I Have we got a horn noise in this? Hold on, have we got a horn noise? Okay, Mark, who's your, are you going to stick with your AFC North? <laughs> no, I, I will stay with my <laughs> AFC North pick, but I suppose, look, I went 12 and 4 in the picks this week, and the only ones that I missed on where the Rams beating the Vikings, the Packers losing to the Bears. I've explained myself there. The, sorry, the Rams, the Packers, the Bucks, 
and the Chiefs were my picks. It's like no one was picking against me on those except for yourself on the Packers. I went 12 and 4. Am I happy with the knowledge that I brought up throughout the offseason delivering in week one? Yeah, absolutely. I am. I nailed it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, if that's if that's if that's the reel that you came here for, there you go. I nailed it. That's what I did. There we go. I I, I feel like looking back last week, I was a wee bit, wee bit too out there with some of my picks. But I'll I'll recover this week. And I we all beat the bookies. We all beat, the, I, and that's wow. that's that's no easy thing to do because, like, I know I beat it two years ago over the course of a season. And last year I was behind them, but it's phenomenal. Did you ever tricky. see the week where I was with a former outlet and I got every game bar one right? Did you ever see that? I've you, had you, you, I did, you were I making did the graphics. Ago. I did it, yeah, so I did it mean, two like, years ago. Don't worry about it. see the week where it was like... It's cool to do. Every cool bloody do. game apart from like the very last one was right. And it was like, oh my God. Yeah, it's not, it's not easy to do. It's not at all easy to do, especially when you're doing it in a format where you're going up against other people. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's fun too. But it's also mind or sorry, eye-opening when you, when you track it over the course of the season, how even you'll be. And yeah, like I said, just how hard it is to kind of beat a eight sport because they, you know, just I don't know those guys that get fancy degrees. What's it, the uh, actuary? Our our main man there, Darren. Actuarial the studies. Shout out to my wife. It's just open the door and start loading my stuff. Hello, um, actuarial studies. Okay, in the last segment in our show, we're gonna bring on a guest. We've never done this in the previous show before. It's gonna be interesting. I believe this guy is a, a meme master. A musician and a, a nickname extraordinaire. Many nicknames given to him. Uh, great Hanzini, Danger, the list goes on. Kevin in New York. Uh, big welcome to you, Kevin. How are you doing? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on here. Uh, wish there's was a back- under, uh, better circumstances, but here we are. <laughs> there's a backstory to it. Kevin's a buddy of mine, and I knew that he was in the bar the other day. And during our podcast, we were talking about the reaction from our point of view, which is kind of this whimsical, oh, like, can you believe it? The 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 sky is falling. For you, Kevin, and let's interrogate you here. Where were you the night of the game, and how did you experience it all play out? Well, you know, I just want to say that in America, we there's back. We used to have this thing that people would say about, um, like the baby boomers used to talk about. Where were you when JFK got shot? This is what this is like for us now as Jet fans, uh, like to, to see him come out with the American flag on September 11th. It was like when Kennedy arrived at the airport in Dallas, it was beautiful flowers, roses, gorgeous moments later, he was gone. It's that's, that's how it feels for us. Jet fans right there. I was at a bar. I was actually just finished a job interview, was waiting to meet my new boss. Who's also a jet fan. Uh, I was sticking around waiting to meet him when the events unfolded. And when he came over to actually greet me, I, I swear to God, I was like hovering above my body. Just like, hi, nice to meet you. Are you a jet fan too? <laughs> yeah, it's just like the world came crashing down like that. It's unbelievable. Still, still can't wrap my head around it. And what was the vibe then like from everyone else? I mean, like we can only imagine you know, that sense of shock and we've looked forward to this from months on end. We are going to the Super Bowl. What is that immediate feeling like? Or were you able to explain it for half an hour? Or is it completely numb and you can't even remember what it was? Yeah, almost a little bit of like an absence of feeling and just like, oh my God, is this really happening? Like, 
there was there was there was more Jet fans than Bill fans in the house where I was at, and that was a really nice feeling. Again, we were kind of the stars of the off season, and um, all of a sudden, just got real, real quiet. You know, I mean, well, you didn't even want to hear any sort of BS, sort of like maybe he's okay because the look on his face really said it all, and that that same face, that same reaction, kind of was throughout the whole fan base that sort of dead behind the eyes look <laughs> it was horrible it, it was um it was even weird watching it here because it's like what 1 30 in the morning and like most people are watching it by themselves and you're you're texting your mates are you awake yeah <laughs> you do realize what's going on the magnitude of this and then like we almost had like a second wave at like 2 a.m eastern 7 a.m when people were waking up going oh my god here we go again. So, like, we sort of experienced it twice if you're watching the game. Um, Kevin, just before we bounce, man, can yeah. you talk to us a bit about your family's Irish roots? Do you have any Irish roots yourself? Yeah, well, uh, we're from Dublin. My name's Kevin. The, the bar I went to, uh, for, we're from Dublin many years ago, but the bar that I went to um, that night called Hendrickson's, everybody who, owned that, everybody who owns that place is Irish. They're all coming up to me, and they gave me the quick check, the look, and they're like, you Irish? You know, and I was just like, I said, I'm Kevin. So, <laughs> no, but we are very proud of our uh, Irish heritage here, uh, especially in uh, New York. Uh, grew up uh, celebrating St. Patrick's Day uh, for a couple of months, you know. <laughs> Come February, we started celebrating already over here. So, yeah, we, uh, we, we, uh, we love Ireland. We went there as a whole family in 1996. So... And we we're talking about going back. Uh, then the pandemic happened, so we're still trying to get back. Uh, Kevin, your brother has another successful podcast. If everyone, if anyone, my favorite moment from the podcast is when he tells the story of the Hanses coming to Ireland and going down to Waterford. I don't know if you remember the story. Of oh yeah, when they handed you the college football trophy. Well, I mean, it was a uh, it was a very terrifying moment to be carrying to be holding that. Uh, and she called it the Lombardi. That's what he told us. Like, me? No, he said that the woman told you guys oh, as the yeah, family, that, like, this that, is the Lombardi. Yes. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was the Waterford Crystal. The, um, the NFL has made many great inroads uh, into Ireland since then. And I, I think now the people at Waterford might know the difference. <laughs> Hopefully. Here, to wrap up, what do you hope for this? rest of the season for the Jets do you want them to go out and get one of these like B-list quarterbacks or are you just like going to bury your head in your hands for the next year two years 55 years until they go back to this playoff? I just I just think uh, like Coach Salah said if you ain't got no haters you ain't popping Kevin Kevin you're one of no man you're going to Vegas with Zach Wilson yeah this has to be it now we're not we're not going all the way but this defense is going to fight tooth and nail every step of the way to prove to everyone who they are. I think, I think they said that the Monday night football game had the most viewers of all time. So millions upon millions of people saw the, uh, the determination and the grit of that team. So just like I watched them last year, just like I watched them the year before and all the years before that, I'll be there every Sunday watching. And I, uh, I really hope we can squeak out, Maybe maybe we can carve out eight wins with this defense. 
You know, I'm I'm not a I don't have any delusions of grandeur about thing. Zach Wilson is not the guy. Sorry. Uh, you know, he's like a kid in there. You know, a real underdog around all these grown-ups. Uh, so I don't think he's going to lead us anywhere really, not even close to the promised land. But again, the team is stacked, and we're gonna we're gonna mess up some people's seasons. That's what we're gonna do. Spoken like a true fan, a true Jets fan. The hustle and the grind that you guys, I know you're well yeah. used to. But I think you're right. I think that they absolutely have a saying things. That defense was good enough to get them to the playoffs last year. They just missed out. Garrett Wilson's going to be even better this year. You hope, you hope that Zach Wilson might have learned something from Aaron Rodgers in the offseason, but if not, maybe the LA Rams are poor enough through the end of the year that they might be willing to part with a, a quarterback there, Matthew Stafford, in a few weeks' time. But yeah, Kevin, thanks a million for coming on. It still on. doesn't uh, seem real, guys, though. It still uh, doesn't. I don't know, will it? I don't know, will it? Hey, you know, I would love to know, and maybe we'll have you back on when the Jets hopefully someday win a Super Bowl. I don't know, will <laughs> The feeling of winning a Super Bowl surpassed the emotions of what you guys are feeling right now. Mm. Yes, it will. <laughs> and I will 100% be back. That I will I will come to Ireland to celebrate with you guys. Oh, boom. <laughs> Kevin, we'll, uh, we'll get you on for a proper long podcast, uh, maybe during the season or in the off season, which isn't too far away. Hopefully not for Jets fans, but it'll fly in the next few months. Uh, I'm sure at that point we'll tell you about the story about myself and Mark uh, verbally harassing your brother outside of an Irish bar in Phoenix, <sighs> pleading for a certain podcast to come to Dublin. But uh, appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you giving us a, a little feel from uh, from what New York's feeling. And like, look, obviously, wish you the very, very best luck throughout this, throughout the rest of the season. And for everyone watching and listening, massively appreciate everybody tuning in to uh, Ireland's biggest NFL podcast, Pro Football Ireland, uh, NFL Ireland, and all forms of social media: X, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Michael Quaid, Mark Hogan, Kevin Andrew. Thanks, guys. Week two, folks.